Welcome to the Humanity Leadership Podcast. My name is David Wheatley. We're here to talk leadership in small, bite-sized and practical chunks. Enjoy. Welcome. And this week, I want to talk a little bit about delegation. Because we have a simple rule at Humanity that the idea that you should delegate to yourself last. And what we mean by that is that most people fill up their cup. And as things start to overflow, then they start to give them out to other people. This is the wrong way to think about it. What we should be doing is giving out the stuff to other people and only filling our cup with the things that we uniquely can do. That we do it that way, then that means that we're doing the right stuff for us. If we do it the, the former way, then we're doing everything and then other things can spill out. And it may not be stuff that other people should be doing. So this idea of delegate to yourself last means that anything that comes in, you should think about delegating, give it to somebody else, transfer the ownership to somebody else. And then if there's nobody else, then perhaps that's yours. And now some people say, but my people are overwhelmed. My people are, everybody is, everybody gets that. And let's engage people in the right way. And let's make sure that they're delegating the right things as well so that they've got the space to be doing what they uniquely can do. Now, to help with the delegate to yourself last, there's some simple rules when you are delegating. And we actually try to like try to call it the transfer of ownership because that's really what we want to do. We want to pass ownership onto somebody else, not just delegate tasks, but actually transfer ownership for a result so that there's buy-in, there's commitment, and the person feels like they really, really do own whatever it is that they're getting rather than it just being a matter of, I've got to do this for my boss. So the simple six steps that we find that help delegation. The first one is, have you clearly defined what you need to achieve, the results? So have you told them what they need to achieve? And it's not the activity, it's the results. Imagine if you could snap your fingers and get there, what would it look like? That's the picture you want to paint with people. Now, I say with people rather than for people. You may be painting it for them if they don't know, but I find that painting it with them, getting their engagement is often increasing the buy-in too. Now, the second question is, what's the impact, the ripple effect those results will have? And this question really comes from the idea that we all know people who can deliver results, but they leave a trail of dead bodies in their, in their wake. So this idea of the, the impact is to make sure that people understand that we not only want them to deliver the result, but we want them to build and maintain certain relationships. We want them to, to make sure that the interdependence is maintained. So what's the ripple effects of that result? Help us understand who the stakeholders are, the relationships that are important to that, so that we don't just blaze in, deliver the results, and upset a whole ton of people. That's really about the end result, the what we want them to achieve. Our third point moves to the doing of it. And points three and four are about the doing, and they're separated by the Point three is what we would call the boundaries, the absolute do's and do nots. You will do it this way. You won't do it that way. These should be fairly minimal in order to create as much space as possible for people to really shine and use their initiative and bring their talents to bear. But there's certainly some things that really fit in here. When we see six-year-olds playing soccer, for example, we don't put them on a giant field. We put them on a small field. We make the boundaries tight so that they can learn the skills that they need to in order to develop so that they can play on a big field later on. It's the same with these boundaries. The boundaries 
are likely to change as people develop and grow and get opportunity. And so think about the boundaries as things that could change as experience is built and trust is built. So an example would be um, you have a, a budget you can spend uh, up to $300 without checking. Anything over $300, you better check with me first. Now, that's a variable. So that might change as, it, as I build trust. The result would include a budget that's not to exceed, which is an absolute result. But the boundary is that variable that says, yeah, this is a, a boundary I'm putting on it for now. This may change at some point, but I want to make sure this is done this way. So step four is then the best practices, which is really the space that we're giving people to perform and bring their own talent. And this should be as big a space possible. We've, we've minimized the boundaries. We've given them a clear end zone or result that they need to get to. And now we're putting them on the field and saying, this is yours. Now, because we've had some experience, we might have some best practices that we can share. We might want to tell them some advice or some pointers. We may not. We may ask them if they want the advice. I'll give them the freedom to play on their own. But this idea of step four, which we categorizes the best practice area is really about their work, how they're going to get from A to B. They've got the clarity as to what B is. They've got the boundaries that they have to stay within. This is now up to them. Now, to help with accountability, we have steps five and six. And step five is where we just go back to that result and impact and make sure we've got KPIs or key performance indicators on them. So how would we measure that result? And I always use the example of I could ask you to to make me a, a mug, like the one that I'm holding right now, it's a travel mug. And if you made one and brought it back to me and it didn't fit in the cup holder of my car, then I'd be disappointed. So that means that I didn't really give you the KPI. And one of the KPIs was that that mug fit within the cup holder of my car and what particular car and brand and age that was so that you knew that it would fit. And the KPIs are how I'm going to measure it so that we are aligned as to how you will be held accountable. So there's no mistake there. And then the last step is the check-ins. So it's what's the planned communication that we need to have with each other and with other stakeholders. And this is the cadence of check-ins that goes from wherever we start to getting to that end result. And the first check-in may be simply to see the plan that's been developed by the person I'm transferring ownership or delegating this work to. If we put these six steps in, then we're going to increase the chances that the person owns it and that we get the results that we need, the impact that we need in the time that we need it. If we've failed somewhere or we trip up over a delegation, my guess is that you missed one of these steps. And I'll just go over those steps again. Firstly, it's the results, what we need to achieve. Then it's the impact, which is sometimes the why, but often the ripple effects of those results, the people or groups that have to be maintained and looked after while we deliver those results. The third point is the boundaries, the absolute do's and do nots. Remember that these are flexible, potentially, depending on experience and trust and the relationship that you've got with the individual you're delegating to. Number four is the best practices. So recommendations as to the how, if they need them, otherwise leave them the space and let them bring their talent to bear. Step five, KPIs, make sure that we've got key performance indicators on how success is going to be measured. And these apply to both the results and impact. And then step six is our check-ins. What planned communication are we having with the stakeholders? When are you and I going to check in to make sure that we're making progress to the end result? And remember, that's key. 
I'm not going to be telling you what you should be doing. I'm going to be making sure we're making progress to that end result that we need to be making and potentially what help you need from me to best support that. So remember, delegate to yourself last. That was the Humanity Leadership Podcast. My name's David Wheatley. For further information about Humanity, go to humanity.com or check out our latest book, What Great Teams Do Great, from all good bookstores. Have a good one. Stay healthy. Thank you.